Hello, creative, and welcome back to the Empowered Creatives Podcast, finding confidence between hustle and burnout. I'm your host, Victoria Hines, creative career coach, helping creatives just like you navigate those twists and turns in your creative career. I'm going to kick off this episode with one of the big, big topics that has come up over and over and over again on this show. The number one piece of advice whenever I ask my guests, What do creatives need to know today? The number one piece of advice they give that I have given, that people have given to me, is how important it is to create your own version of success. There are so many misguided roads towards success. And what's terrifying is if you have one version of success that you are driving for, that day in and day out you're making moves to go after it, What happens is two, five, 10 years down the road, you're going to wake up one day and realize you're on a road that you never wanted to be on in the first place. I think we oftentimes feel, especially in our 20s, that we have to know what we want to do with the rest of our lives. And so we just get wrapped up in building this version of success that everybody has told us is what perfection looks like. This is the ideal, or it's quote unquote the version of success that the world admires. And that's how we build our career version. We take information from the outside, we internalize it, and then we decide, okay, if that's what the world views as success, that's what I'm going to go after. Except success looks a lot of different ways. And unfortunately, what happens is we are not always aware of all the career possibilities that are out there, especially in our 20s. There are so many different pathways and unique combinations of work that you can create, that you can find your niche in. And that, that is the place where you are going to shine. And guess what? It's not going to look the same as everybody else. It's just not. So I want to also call out the elephant in the room. There is, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear of judgment or ridicule whenever we decide to step down a path of success that other people don't maybe find rewarding, exciting, or that they are afraid of. I know I'm talking on this podcast, so there's nobody here, but I feel like I want to ask this room, like raise your hand if you've ever had somebody tell you that you should be doing something in your career. And the second they say it, it just gives you an eh, no feeling inside your gut. Yeah, that's somebody telling you that, hey, you would be really successful at that thing, but their version of success for you, it's wrong. It's not the right path to follow. I also want to give an example of a friend and actually a client I had, and they were in the theatrical world loved, loved, loved performing. They were an actor, a brilliant, brilliant actor. And a niche or something in the acting world that they discovered that they loved was performing for kids. They loved it. They had so many different moments throughout their career where they had the opportunity to work with kids. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the theatrical world or world of actors or film even, 
working with kids tends to feel like maybe, um, oh, you became a teacher. It, it's kind of got that connotation of, oh, you copped out. That's, that's the easy job to get. Um, maybe it's not as rewarding. It's not as stimulating. You don't get to do the deep, dark, greasy <laughs> uh, performances that, you know, all of us brooding actors go after. But it's wonderful work. And this client of mine had this realization when we were working together and they, they realized, or maybe it was after a conversation, they realized they loved working for kids. Despite the judgment from the rest of the community, despite the ridicule, despite what everybody else said about working with kids in theater, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. So this person ended up creating a business around it. And she ended up, I think, making way more money than half the people I knew who were actors who were going after all of the dark, gritty work. And that's all they focused on. So all of this is to say, if somebody judges or knocks your version of success, what lights you up, it really just means that they're afraid that what you are doing is what they are going to have to do. They're afraid of your version of success because it's not right for them. That's okay. But let them be afraid. Push the judgment to the side. Their judgment has more to do about them than it does anything to do with you. So your goal is to create and paint what success looks like for you as the brilliant, brilliant creative that you are. Hey there, creative. I have a delightful invitation just for you. Imagine diving even deeper into the incredible world of living your life as an empowered creative, including more tips, tricks, and advice arriving straight into your inbox. Sounds pretty cool, right? Well, guess what? I've got something special brewing, and I don't want you to miss out. Introducing my oh-so-awesome bi-weekly email newsletter. It's a vibrant community bursting with passion, curiosity, and the love of building a creative life. By joining my newsletter, you'll get first access to new promotions and launches, as well as my welcoming voice in your ear every other week. Also, I'll share with you my creative career audit worksheet, a secret tool myself and clients have used during our own career transitions and pivots. So don't miss this opportunity to be my pen pal, as well as deepen your connection with fellow empowered creatives by heading to www.victoriahines.com or following the link in the show notes below. Thank you for being such an incredible listener. And I really look forward to sharing this exciting journey with you through both the podcast and my newsletter. Now, let's dive back into the show. So this episode, I'm going to dive into five methods to hone your individual version of success. Method number one, identify your energy returns. I know, I know this maybe sounds a little woo-woo on the surface, but there is energy in this world. There are things that lift you up during the day, that energize you, that inexplicably you can start working on and you walk away and you're like, wow, I feel good. And there are things that drain you. There are things that take your energy away. There are things that you walk away from that you do and you just want to crawl into bed and take a nap or 
numb yourself with TV and Netflix or alcohol. By identifying those energy returns, by identifying the things, activities, what you are doing that inexplicably refuels you, those are key pieces, key items, key activities that you want to make sure you envelop into your version of success. Those are the breadcrumbs to start following. All right, method number two, I want you to visualize a day in your ideal life. Not just your career, not just your creative work, not just uh, your family, but your entire life. For a long time, I was not able to do this. I, I really couldn't imagine. I couldn't close my eyes and really see what the day in the life of a successful like life looked like for me. And now I can. Now I can close my eyes and I can imagine myself walking into my house. I could see the carpet. I could see my dog. I can see everything around me. I could see my home office. I can see some work that I've done that I've hung up on my walls, some art. I can see my significant other. I can visualize it all. I can imagine what my day feels like. And now my body, my brain knows, hey, Victoria, that's what you are striving towards. If you're not quite sure where to start, I'll actually drop a um, a link in the show notes below for a really great uh, free meditation that could be a great starting place to close your eyes and just explore what might be already sitting in your ideal day in your life. All right, method number three, create a mood board or vision board. So this can be physical or virtual. I've done both in my past. They may sound really silly, but what this does is it it gets you out of your head and back into creating something. And it lets you pull pieces from other people's lives, maybe from magazines, maybe inspiration from the world around you. And you sort of get a snapshot everything together. So instead of visualization, where you have to close your eyes and completely imagine something, in a way, a mood board or a vision board lets you create it on the spot. What I love about mood mood boards or vision boards as well is they often change. So depending on your individual goals or intentions for the year ahead, They can shift a little bit, and that's okay too. All right, method number four, or rather a piece of advice is number four. Always factor in life with career goals. They are two sides of the same coin, all right? You cannot separate your life goals from your career goals. They have to complement one another. And this is incredibly difficult, I think, for a lot of us creatives especially, is we oftentimes feel like it is an option of one or the other. And I'm not going to lie, there are going to be moments where you have to choose which one's the priority in that moment. There might be a moment where you have to say, okay, my life is going to be more of a priority right now over my creative career goals. And that's okay. And those two things live together. It is a constant balancing act, but if you drop one for the other for too long, you will feel like something is missing. Actually, I have a very good friend who I think is making 
I think that's kind of what they're, they're realizing the universe is teaching them this year. And I think it's a beautiful thing to learn is both can coexist. You may not always know how they're going to coexist, but there are ways to find and play with the in-between. All right. I'll leave it at that. Ugh, my heart breaks for that topic. All right. Method number five. Analyze your idols. What I love about this exercise is the people we admire in the world, the people we follow on social media, the ones who we look at their careers and we're like, man, I really want that. Or even if we go to conferences and we see somebody up on stage and we're like, whoa, that person is doing something really awesome and cool. That is a clue right there. Whenever you light up, whenever you admire somebody, dig a little deeper. Ask yourself, what specifically about their work lights you up? What about their life lights you up? What are they doing? What's what's a piece of their life that you maybe are a little bit jealous of? That's a clue. And I would actually take that clue and remember, if they're doing it, it means it's possible for you too. All right, so quick recap, the five methods to honing your version of success are identify your energy returns, visualize a day in your ideal life, create a mood board, always factor in your life goals with your career goals, and analyze your idols. It's so incredibly important to spend time each and every year honing in your version of success because this is your North Star. This definition of success, this intention, this visualization, this, it's like the ultimate goal. It's your vision. It's your personal business and it's your mission and your vision in your life. And I know that maybe has a lot of gravitas and it might feel a little bit scary, but once you set it, the important thing is to Let it go and remember that that North Star is always out there and always ahead of you. And you can always look for it and make sure you're guiding yourself in the right direction. All right, creative, here's your one thing this week. What is your current metric? For success in your career and why. So before you do any of honing your version of success, I want you to do a little analyzing. How do you currently define success and why do you define it that way? Third part, on a scale of one to 10, how much does that version of success light you up? Think about it. All right, creative, if you are enjoying this show, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Until the next time, my friend, stay creative.